Hello everybody, I'm Hank Wilson, and welcome to another episode of Living a True Christian Life. These messages are all part of the Christian Life Gospel Ministry and are designed to give us something to think about as we go about our daily lives. You know, our lives are filled with often contradictory messages, especially when it comes to how we should live our lives as Christians. There are numerous books, TV shows, radio programs, etc. that are, for the most part, delivered by people who have everyone's best interest at heart. Sometimes, though, it seems like some of what we are told is really designed more to make us prideful rather than faithful. Now, this thought occurred to me when I was listening to a country station, and they played a humorous song by Mac Davis. The song is called, It's Hard to Be Humble. Now, in the song is a line, how it's hard to be humble when you're perfect. And the singer is talking about, hey, I'm perfect, it's hard to be humble. And again, it's a humorous song. But sometimes, it seems like we live in a society with, that's actually the theme song for many of us. So today I want to take a look at humility and pride. Especially, what does Jesus teach us about the subject? I'm going to cover three questions that I personally have dealt with and prayed about over the years. First, just how important is it to avoid pride and seek humility to try to be humble? Should we avoid pride even when we're doing God's work? And if we stay humble, will humility change our relationships with others? So, is it important that we avoid pride and seek humility? Well, if we were sitting at the feet of Jesus when he was teaching, we would have heard the answer to that question. We find it in Matthew 18, verse 4. So whoever will humble himself like this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Humble ourselves is one of those concepts that seems to be completely un-American which you think would be the opposite. After all, we're told by politicians, preachers, and everyday citizens how the United States is a Christian country, founded on the principles found in the Bible as taught by Jesus. Well, the reality is that we are a very individualistic culture. We prize those who achieve, those who win. In fact, our very economy and much of our lifestyle is based on showing people all the things we have. Essentially, we have switched what Jesus taught us around so that what that we want to be the greatest here on earth. We believe in the here and now, not the later. You can see that on our television programs, especially in what is laughingly called reality TV. Most of those shows are built around a premise that is best to be the winner. We take great satisfaction in coming in first. When we compete, we want to win. I do. Watch any professional sport. When someone does something that excites the crowd or accomplishes something, they often beat their chest. We exhibit pride, and we all do it, or we have done it in the past. The question becomes, is that how God really wants us to act? In James 4, 4-6, through 6, it's written, You adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility towards God? Therefore, whoever wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says to no purpose, he jealously desires the spirit whom he has made to dwell in us, but he gives us greater grace. Therefore, it says, 
God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Grace to the humble. When we actively walk in humility, when we proudly put God first, put others ahead of ourselves, we show ourselves to be true believers. Not only are we displaying the correct way to live, we are also adding some protection for ourselves. Because we read in Proverbs 18.12, Before destruction, the heart of a person is haughty, but humility goes before honor. Now, most of us have heard the old saying, pride goes before the fall. If we spend all our time pounding our chest about how great we are, what we have, and so on, then we are building ourselves up for that fall. Remember, what goes up must come down. And all we have to do is look at our politicians and some of our wealthiest, most publicity-seeking Americans to see the truth in that. All they can do is talk about themselves. And when the spotlight leaves them, they are left with nothing. Is that what we want for ourselves and our families? Do we really want to be so narcissistic, so self-absorbed that we drive everyone away? Because pride can destroy relationships. In 2 Timothy 3, 2 and 5, we read about just about that type of situation. In fact, when reading this and thinking about it, we can relate it to what is going on in our society today. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, slanderers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied his power. Avoid such people as these. Even the most self-centered of us can see this taking place everywhere we look. We see it daily on social media. We read about it and watch it on our TVs. Our society seems to become void of all morality. We are not civil to each other. We yell, we scream, we hate because we have become poisoned by what the world is telling us. We have become members of the cult of the self-important. When others, what others feel, what others need is not something we think or care about. Our pride rules our every waking moment. We have become devoid of humanity. We can even see this in some of, if not all, but some of our churches. There are ministers who pound themselves on the chest saying about how great they are and how blessed they are because they've become rich. They take great pride in telling others how to live and how much holier they are than everyone else. So the question we, you and I, have to ask is simple. Should we avoid pride even in doing God's work? Well, again, if we're in the presence of Jesus and listening carefully to his words, then we might have been there when he said, as we find in Matthew 6, 1, take care not to practice your righteousness in the sight of people to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. Now, this is one of those weird bits of scripture that can be troubling. If I'm delivering these messages, am I guilty of this? I think it's all about motives. If you or I do something or tell someone about Christ and his message, and we do it so that others will look at us, then yeah, there's a problem. If, however, the reason we give someone a Bible, 
pray with someone, donate to a food bank, give our clothing to help the homeless, and we do it without a TV camera in our face, then we are doing it for the right reason. Personally, well, I want to guarantee, I will guarantee you that God does not have a social media account. Going on social media to brag about what we do or what we have given is prideful and not what God wants us to do. Just be humble. Be like Christ. And after you do something, let it go. There's no reason to look around for someone to pat you on the back. No reason to expect someone to tell you what a great person you are. What we do when we do it in the true spirit of humility and as a Christian will affect others. We will be able to see how our humility changed our relationship with others. The changes are internal and they are spelled out in Ephesians 4.2. With all humility and gentleness and patience, hearing Bearing with one another in love. Let me repeat that because I kind of messed that up for you. This is Ephesians 4.2. With all humility and gentleness. With patience. Bearing with one another in love. We will be able to see others as they are. That is as children of God. Not everyone who disagrees with us is our enemy. It is not up to us to lecture others on every aspect of their lives as if we are Moses on Mount Sinai. So many times we have a tendency to tell others how bad they are and how good we are when in fact we are often just like them. Oh, we might not have the same issues they do, but all of us have something in our lives that is troubling. Jesus spoke of this in Matthew 7, 3. Why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Now, this is one that I really believe many of today's preachers seem to forget or ignore. Same goes for those politicians who preach that they are the morality police. Look, it's very okay and very Christian that when we see a brother or sister going against the teachings of Jesus that we speak up. However, when we yell and scream at them and condemn them and then turn right around and do what we condemn them for, we are prideful hypocrites. Do not preach to others about their sins if you or I are doing the same thing. I thought about that when I sat down to prepare this message. You know, I love what I do. I enjoy telling people about Jesus, how the good news works. And sometimes I feel like getting a big head about my ability to do so. That's when I say a prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today to ask that you help me to keep my feet on the ground and my head from getting too big. Sometimes I think I'm all that in a bag of chips. When those moments take place, please send the Holy Spirit into my life to remind me that I am but a servant. I am but a regular person who tries his best to do your will. I'm not always successful at it. And in those moments, I really need your help. Amen. Well, that's going to do it for today. Remember, folks, it is important that we avoid being prideful and that we seek humility. That we should avoid taking undue pride even when we do God's work. And if we stay humble, our relationship with others will benefit. Remember, you can find all of my messages on my site, cmttradio.com, along with how to connect with me on social media. 
There's a form there you can use to send me questions or suggestions for something you'd like me to talk about on one of these shows. Also, I do have several audiobooks available that deal with the subjects that I discuss here in the program. You can find them on Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, Google, etc. Simply search for Welcome to the Rodeo or my name, Hank Wilson. So, until next time, be nice to each other, stay humble, God bless, and peace, y'all.